0: Hello, space cadets, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will. And have you ever thought about going to Mars? Ever thought about launching yourself up to the red planet? Well, you can get a little taste of that as a space tourist in Spain. And I'm going to tell you about that in a little bit. But first, I want to say thank you to everybody who subscribes to this podcast. If you love space, we love everything to do with it, technology, human space travel, astronomy, everything to do with space. Make sure to subscribe right now to this podcast because it comes to you once a day, if not more. Some days I do two or three episodes and you can follow on social media at Space News Pod. You can go to youtubecom slash Space News Pod. I just uploaded a really cool tour of the International Space Station on the YouTube channel. So go check that out. Um now let's get back into space tourism in Spain on earth. Space tourism on earth? How does that even happen? And if you want to go to Mars, well that's tough. It's very dangerous and you could be risking your life just to go to the red planet to be an explorer. But now you don't have to risk your life. You just have to go to Spain and go to a cave. There's a Spanish company that's aiming to bring together science and tourism to create a mock settlement in a cave. And they're simulating what it's like to live in a human colony on the red planet of Mars. The company is called Astroland. And while people will be hiking over the top of and wandering around this area, well, there'll be a group, a settlement of humans in a cave in the Astroland Interplanetary Agency pod, that will be housing a group of space tourists in the ground in Spain. How cool is that? Astro land will be opening to participants in June in the caves at Cantabria, where a mock Mars settlement will be created to simulate a human colony on the red planet. And you won't be alone. The idea is to send 100 space tourists to Astroland this year, divided into 10 different missions with 10 people in each mission. Participants must be 18 years of age, and you'll have to pay around $11,000 USD for this experience. And you also have to be okay with not seeing daylight for about three days. And I'm sure there are people out there that are sitting at their computers right now that are like, hey, that's me anyway, so I may as well just go go to Mars, go to Spain and go on this adventure, right? And signing up doesn't automatically guarantee you a place. You'll have to first undergo a series of interview questions to assess your suitability for this project. And if you're lucky enough to be selected, you'll prepare for your Mars mission by learning necessary skills to cope with life on a hostile planet while well, you're going to be caving and climbing, and you'll learn how to grow plants without soil, And psychology and physical coaching are also included in the experience. And once you're ready, the mission will take place in the caves. And above ground, it looks nothing like Mars. Green pastures, meadows, beautiful open spaces, but underground, it's a different story. You're in tubes, you're in a Mars colony, you're, you're in a cave, it's dark, there's very little light, and absolutely no sunlight for three days. But how cool is it? You'll be in a space station underground. That's pretty freaking cool. And it's a pretty convincing looking space station backdrop, too. And the reason they're doing this is because the most suitable way to maintain human life on Mars and to reduce the radiation from the surface is to live in caves. And I'll get into that in a minute. But right now I got to pause for the cause. I got to pay a couple bills. So hold on a minute and I'll be right back to talk about living under Mars in caves. Welcome back, everybody. Now, Mars caves. How great would it be to live in a cave? Um, I don't know if it would be great, but you know, that's probably the only way that we're going to be able to sustain life on the red planet of Mars. Astroland CEO David Cabello said the Martian environment is very hostile with low temperatures, strong winds and high levels of solar radiation, which means the most suitable way of maintaining human life is under the Martian surface. These caves are the perfect location for similar conditions for these trials. Now, the reason that Mars has so much radiation is because it doesn't have a protective magnetosphere. Earth does, and scientists believe that at one time, Mars also experienced convection currents in its core, creating a dynamo effect that powered a planetary magnetic field. And roughly about 4.2 billion years ago, um, due to a massive impact or rapid cooling on its core, the dynamo effect stopped, and as a result, over the course of the next 500 million years, Mars' atmosphere was slowly stripped away by the solar winds. And because the loss of its magnetic field and the atmosphere, the surface of Mars is exposed to much higher levels of radiation than Earth. And in addition to regular exposure to cosmic rays and solar winds, it receives occasional lethal blasts that occur with strong, strong solar flares. It's very dangerous to humans. So there's a probe, the Mars Odyssey probe, which detected ongoing radiation levels on Mars, which are 2.5 times higher than what astronauts experience on the International Space Station, which is 22 millirads per day, which works out to be about eight rads per year. And the spacecraft also detected two solar proton events, where radiation levels peaked at about 2,000 millirads in a day and a few other events that got up to about 100 millirads. So quick comparison here. If um, you're on Earth and you're a human, you're getting about 0.62 rads per year. But the studies that show the human body can withstand up to 200 rads without permanent damage, prolonged exposure to the kinds of levels detected on Mars which could lead to all kinds of human health problems like uh, radiation sickness, cancer, genetic damage, and even, you could even die from this. So living in a cave on Mars is the smart thing to do. It'll stop a lot of that radiation from hitting you. And so therefore, you can live longer on Mars, you can do more work, And you can also, you know, start a colony of humans up there as opposed to, you know, going up there for a little while, getting sick and then dying. I mean, that's no fun. So you want to be able to work and, you know, you might be able to explore the outer surface of Mars, but of course you would live underground. And this is what that adventure is all about. You know, like, this is what Astroland is trying to do with this project. They're trying to figure out if we can do it, if humans are able to live in caves. I mean, we've done it before, and we'll do it again, I'm sure. But in the past, humans used to live in caves all the time. That's where we took shelter from, you know, storms and from weather and, you know, the environmental impacts that were killing humans off. So we would retreat to the caves... And this is what we're probably going to be doing on other planets when we start out there. And their training system has been designed in accordance with the mythologies of the E.S.A., which is the European Space Agency. And participants will wear polymer suits and nappies to ensure human impact on the caves. is kept to a very minimum and sleep in pressurized cabins just like you would on Mars. And while performing day to day tasks... Uh, They'll be growing their own food. You know, they'll be doing those kind of tasks and they'll be in these crazy conditions in a cave. So they're going to be testing these people out to see if it's actually a possibility if people can live together in groups of 10 in this subsurface habitat that's going to replicate Mars. And they said it will be an exclusive adventure for those chosen for scientific purposes, but also emotional purposes, from which we hope to take new learnings in order to improve today's society and contribute our knowledge to allow people to live on other planets in the future. So if you're interested, go to astrolandagency.com and sign up today. Don't worry, this isn't an advertisement for Astroland. I just think it's a pretty cool idea. And if I lived in Spain and if I felt like it, I think it would be pretty cool to check this thing out. It would be a pretty cool experience. Now, that being said, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to this podcast. Thank you for the support. I really do mean it. And thank you for spending your time with me today. Um, I put out two episodes today, so I hope you guys enjoyed both of them. And if you've only listened to one, go back through the library and listen to every single episode that you can. Because, A, that helps me keep the lights on. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty awesome. The, the, some of you I got the stats and some of you people go through and listen to like four or five episodes in a row and I really do appreciate that and also um, hit me up on social media at space news pod I'm just a dude I'm just a dude that's here to hang out and talk about space stuff so talk to me about space stuff I'm cool with it and go to youtube youtube.com space Pod and twitchtv TV slash space also you can check out patreon patreon.com slash space newspod Now that is the end of this episode, space cadets. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. My name is Will. This has been the Space News Pod, and I will see you soon.